Listener supported. WNYC Studios. From NewSounds.org and the studios of WNYC in New York, this is Soundcheck. Our series of live performances and interviews, I'm John Schaefer. The band called Bayonne is basically the work of Roger Sellers, who's from Austin, Texas, not Bayonne, New Jersey. He sings and plays keyboards and guitars, but his real instrument is his live looping station. As Bayonne, he creates music that has an emotional impact that we don't normally associate with that sort of technology. And his new album, his third as Bayonne, is called Temporary Time, and it might be his most personal record yet, coming as it did after the death of his dad. Roger Sellers is currently touring as Bayonne with drummer Matt Toman, and he's returned to our studio to play a few songs, beginning with this one called Right Thing.
That's called Right Thing, a live performance from Bayonne, the work of Roger Sellers, singing and playing keyboards and various other gizmos here in our studio with Matt Toman behind the drums. And the album is called Temporary Time, uh, the third Bayonne record, and therefore, Roger, the third time that you've come in here and played for us. Exactly. Yeah. It's good to be back. Good to have you here. So this looks like it's not the same rig as the last time, which was 2019, right. so that was a world ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so what is the current state of the art over there? I basically, it's the same kind of concept. You know, it all kind of stems from the looper, all goes into the looper, out of the looper. Um, but I, I basically just updated all of the equipment, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. I got a Nord Piano 5, which is just amazing to me. It's like top of the line. It doesn't... You don't get much of a you don't get a keyboard that has much of a like a real piano feel right. like this one does. Yeah, I got, got a new SPD pad which has a lot more you know capabilities um, and a new vocal effects processor uh, which I'm having a lot of fun with. Okay, so it's basically it's kind of you know it's similar but it's updated. Well, and one of the other different sounds on on temporary time is there are little bits and pieces of like archival tape woven into uh, the, the mm-hmm. album version of Right Thing. There's a little bit yeah. of it in the, in the middle. Um, mm-hmm. Explain what all of that is. Yeah, that in particular, yeah, and kind of throughout the record, there uh, there's interspersed VHS footage, uh, or I guess audio from VHS footage um, that was just like either old, old family uh, VHSs or just some random VHSs I would rip. Um, and kind of like mold into the sound to just kind of make it more interesting. Uh, that one on right thing was actually, uh, that was my dad actually talking there. And yeah, I just kind of, I always love like putting in little memories, you mm-hmm. know, and making it feel like more at home. Yeah. You know? Did your dad get to hear any of this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, in fact, like one of the last crazy great times I had with my dad was, uh, we were listening to this song and I was like, I pulled out the Pro Tools and like showed him how it was stemmed out and showed him all the, you know, just the, the memories that were in there and, and yeah. the waveforms and he was just like super astounded by it. So it was kind of a, you know, it just makes a lot of sense to me to be, you know, putting it out now. And yeah. Well, it's, it's also, you know, it, I guess it kind of explains the at sea ness mm-hmm. <laughs> of a lot of the, the narrators, the characters that populate these songs. Mm-hmm. I mean, even in Right Thing, I Can See Now is mm-hmm. such an optimistic line, and it's completely undercut by the next line, which yeah. is, I, you know, <laughs> still not sure I'm doing the right thing. Right, right. You know, these, these people are, they're confused, they're ambivalent, and they're, they're kind of grasping for their way. I mean, mm-hmm. is was was that your experience when your dad died? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It, it was uh, one of the hardest things we had gone through, and, and you know, as a family, and I guess, yeah, it's the hardest thing I've ever dealt with so far in my life. Um, and you know, there was also, you know, there was a there was a period of time the COVID was happening too, right. so it was just like you know, everybody was kind of grasping for whatever it felt like. Um, and you know, my dad was diagnosed with cancer in 2019, so. Uh, a lot of the record was 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 done with him in kind of declining health. Mm. He ended up beating uh, the cancer, but the chemo and all that kind mm. of ends up just taking over, you know, and mm. kind of shut him down. Um, so yeah, there was a lot of confusion during that time. Yeah, know? 
And I, I mean, I guess I have to ask, how is it to like play these songs night after night? I mean, you know, to, at some point you need to kind of build some kind of protection for yourself between <laughs> the, the emotional content of the song mm-hmm. and you as a professional musician. Right. Yeah, I mean, well, there's just, you kind of flip the switch, you know, that, yeah. especially when you're playing in front of people. It, it uh, One of the, the best things about this new tour is that uh, we have my friend Ben, who goes by Brainwave, doing, um, like, all these visuals. We have projections going on. Huh. And uh, during one of the songs, we have, uh, like, a lot of that old VHS footage uh, being shown. And, and, you know, a lot of people uh, feel feel for me and and you know it's it's just good to uh to be able to to share it every night really yeah the other thing about this and and you know this is one of the things music has done so well for so long is you take this darker emotional content and you Mm -hmm. put it in this kind of uplifting danceable pop you know i mean you could listen to this album and you know never look at a lyric sheet and have no idea what what's going on behind it right it's like dark pop or something yeah uh, i remember matt actually telling me one time he was like uh when he was writing down the lyrics because he did like all the all the album art and as oh. he was doing the lyrics for like the inner sleeve he was like damn your music is emo <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because you can't yeah you, and, until you like sit down and read it it's uh it, it seems like it's just you know pop music <laughs> right you know, and it, it's got you know a lot of the the textures of there are there are moments in a, a, a song like um, "Must Be True" that remind me of Krautrock, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. Tangerine Dream and that. Totally, kind. yeah. Um, and of course, uh, and I think we've talked about this before, the Minimalists, Steve mm-hmm. Reich, Philip Glass. There's mm-hmm. there's some of that in in a lot of the keyboard work. The it repetitions, seems. And, yeah, right. Which came first for you, the interest in repetition or having the looping station it probably kind of came at the same time i mean uh yeah I, I guess it was probably the looping station that made me like want to go further with that within my own music but i've always kind of enjoyed repetition in music and in art you know i just i just like uh being able to fall into a groove and, and right. just feel almost meditative you know and, and and at peace with with that did these songs do that for you when you were making the record? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially a song like Must Be True. I feel like that was uh, that was one that, that felt very natural to me, you know? Uh, just like the starting small and then building and building and building. As a pianist, did you have, I mean, I'm sure as a guitarist, you had guitar heroes growing up. Did you have piano heroes growing up? I did, yeah. Um, it was Ben Folds, you know, from like Ben Folds 5. From Ben Folds 5, mm-hmm. sure. I was obsessed with, with Ben Folds from like, I don't know, I was like the age 10 to probably like 14. Uh-huh. Um, I just, I loved his music and I would just imitate what he was doing. Um, and that's kind of that's basically how I learned how to play the piano. I was just trying to become him. <laughs> uh, I loved that Fear of Pop project mm-hmm. that he did. Well, William Sh- er, William Shatner. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, great stuff. Um, all right, let's uh, let's put you and Matt back to work then. Uh, Roger Sellers and Matt Toman, together they are touring around behind the new Bayonne record called Temporary Time. You'll find this song on it, but here's a live performance of Perfect. called Perfect, and it is a song from the latest record by Bayonne called Temporary Time. Once again, Roger Sellers is the guy behind Bayonne singing, writing the songs, playing keyboard, guitar, and the looping station. Matt Toman behind our drum kit here in the studio. 
I got to say, uh, Roger, the title of this record gave me a headache trying to figure Temporary time. Does that mean there's permanent time? I mean, isn't time always a temporary? I'm, well, <laughs> right, right. Please help me. <laughs> I, I, I really wouldn't overthink it because okay. I'm not sure I know exactly <laughs> what it means either, to be honest. I think, well, there was a song that I had written during, like, it was kind of right when COVID started up. And um, I, I named it Temporary Time because that's kind of what it was about. It was like, you know, we, maybe we'll get through this. Maybe we won't. Um, and then it kind of ended up shifting into, we didn't even use that song on the record. We, we, we might end up doing that at some point, but uh, we just, I, I just liked the name of it. <laughs> you know, I figured like hopefully people could interpret it in some way, but maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently that's a dangerous road to go down. <laughs> yeah, I think so, yeah. <laughs> um, so what, what's happening here in the live performance that's different from what happens in the studio when you're making these songs? Uh, it's like the opposites, you know? It's like this, a different part of the brain. It feels like being in the studio feels so, like almost sacred or something, mm. you know? It's so, uh, it, it's so within, it's, uh, you know? Um, and then when you're on stage, you're kind of pushing it out, you know? Right. You're, you're, it's just a different type of thought, you know? Thought yeah. process that goes into it, you know? Um, there's we, we mentioned the sort of the influence of the minimalist composers, things like Krautrock dance music, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a song called FK, which when it starts, it almost sounds like an Indian kind of Bollywood mm-hmm. rhythm. What, what is that actually? It was semi-inspired by uh, some video game music. Um, it was just kind of, it's just kind of this rhythmic, uh, it kind of has a swing to it. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, it's bizarre. I, uh, I, I don't really know where that came from. It's just, <laughs> it just, it just kind of happened. What does FK stand for? Uh, the, nothing. <laughs> Literally? Okay, that's not all of my songs are like that. But I will say a lot of them uh, mean that means nothing. Like that's literally what I wrote in Pro Tools when I was first just making an idea. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I was like, I'm just going to run with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, another track, and this one uh, is clearly not about nothing, uh, the concluding track, Tabitha. Mm-hmm. It's in seven. It's got that neat groove, but then you suddenly, wait a minute, I'm off the beat all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, luckily, I had Matt here to kind of pull it together with the drumming, you know? Because uh-huh. without it, it just sounds like chaos, you know? <laughs> but luckily, he came, kind of keeps it together there. And, and as I say, that's at the end of the album. Uh, mm-hmm. Must Be True is at the beginning of the album, and the two feel like cousins yeah. somehow. I could totally see that. Just with, you know, uh, it's starting to, to build and then just, you know, turn into something uh, just big. Starting small and ending big. Right. Uh, they're longer tracks. 
uh, they're more emotional tracks um, for you know for them I, but I don't think they're really related in any conceptual way really okay except for just being a beginning and an end I mean some of the keyboard patterns I know the notes are different but the mm-hmm. patterns of keyboards and the way they're stacked yeah seem, and then both songs have that those ooh rhymes you know true and you and oh, yeah. two and yeah, I guess I haven't thought about that, but yeah, that's very true. <laughs> <sighs> I say all this understanding brings me way down <laughs> there you go yeah yeah which is a line from words the mm-hmm. the song you're going to do next and that that line you know uh, it, it it just gets right to the kind of the emotional heart it seems of, yeah. of this yeah. album so the more you see the more you understand the less you really feel like you know what the hell's going on oh yeah absolutely and that's kind of that words was was definitely like the pinnacle of of the whole record in terms of just writing process. That was the one that I think I spent the most time on, uh, just in terms of just well the production and just in terms of just kind of the meaning to me. And it was very like self explorative and and it came and it was at the time uh, I think that was like right when COVID started getting like bad hmm. uh, and yeah I was just I, I felt really lost at the time and. And you know, my dad was going through what he was going through, and um, and I was working a lot more on, you know, my mental health, these sorts of things. I was starting to exercise. I was taking better care of myself, mm-hmm. um, and I guess that's where that that lyric stems from. All right, uh, and for this one, you're going to strap on the guitar, guitar at some point. Yes, yes. Uh, so let's let's hear words. Another live performance from uh, the album Temporary Time, the third and most recent album by Bayonne, Roger Sellers and Matt Toman playing live here in the studio. <laughs> Thank you. 
song is called Words. Live performance from Bayonne. Roger Sellers singing, playing the guitar, the keyboard, and the looping station. Matt Toman behind our drum kit. And um, Matt, it, it's been four years since the last record, your last time here in our studio. And I know I've asked you this question before, but it's been four years. I can't assume everyone has heard the question or the answer, the name Bayonne. You're not from Bayonne, New Jersey. Where does it come from? Right, right. Well, it was the it was the street that I grew up on in uh, Spring, Texas. Well, uh, so you mentioned that there was a song called Temporary Time, which didn't make it onto the album. Mm-hmm. And many of these songs were written like as the pandemic was gearing up and yep. as your dad was dealing with his cancer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it sounds like maybe there's been some time uh, and at least a start on another project because you've got at least one leftover song oh yeah no there's plenty of stuff left over that we plan on you know uh, going back to probably shortly after this tour I'm ready to kind of jump back in Mm -hmm. sooner than later yeah well it's been four years since the last one and Roger it's really great to have you back so congratulations on temporary time terrific record thanks it's good to be here Joan And thanks also to our crew. Our technical director is Irene Trudell. We had additional engineering help today from Matt Mirando. Our videos were shot by Joe Enright, and our video editor is Eric Weber. You can see all our videos on the New Sounds YouTube channel. And our producer is Karen Havlick. I'm John Schaefer. Keep up with everything we're doing on New Sounds by subscribing to our free weekly newsletter. Just text New Sounds to 70101.